Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your host Jocelyn Huss and Michaela Johnson. And today's topic is prayers are always answered. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we were recording, I was just telling Kayla how this message kind of came to me because we usually don't really know what we're recording about, to be honest. We'll just like get together and we'll be like, okay, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> like it's super casual, but today or yesterday actually this message actually came to me and I was like whoa god that's good so um what it was is I've actually been reading a lot and I was just telling Kayla too like I never freaking read like I don't know about you guys but I just don't have the attention span to open a book and freaking read Dude, so same. now yeah and now that I'm at work like I have a front desk well half of my job is like front desk kind of job and I literally do nothing like <laughs> I mean like there's tasks for me to do but like once you get them done like you literally just have to wait for people to walk in. So I've been having so much downtime with no other outside obligations. So I have so much time and so much just like quiet time to read. And so I've been reading finance books and I was just finishing a book by Dave Ramsey called The Total Money Makeover. It's life changing. But (laughs) as I was on like the last two pages, I just heard God say like your prayers are being answered. And for a second, I was like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) And then I was thinking, I was like, whoa. And then I started getting teary-eyed because um, I pray, I've been praying for the past year, year and a half, like, God, what's my purpose? Like, I really need, you know, financial blessing, like, to figure out what I'm going to do for income and something that I'm also going to enjoy and this and that and, like, how to kind of just be good with money or like obtain more money I guess so that I can live the life I want to live which essentially I feel like is what we all want to do yeah and so I was just like whoa and he was like um well I can't say that he was like but this is my thought process like in my head I was just getting these thoughts of like I needed to learn responsibility first to then obtain what I want and then from that, I was like, whoa, like, God really answers prayers in ways that we would never expect. Because I would never expect that, like, a book would answer my prayer or even the job I'm at would answer my prayer because one of my bosses actually gave me that book to read. So I'm like, I'm just thinking of all the ripple effect of, like, how God places you in a place that you would have no idea where so many answers are going to come to you just from him putting you there. But at the same time, we have to, like, walk into that. So... Um, yeah, so that's kind of what came to me, like, whoa, like, God answers prayers in totally unexpected ways, and sometimes we don't even realize that it's a prayer being answered until it's already over. Right. And then we look back and we're like, whoa, I actually prayed for that, didn't I? Yeah, And right. then, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. And you get, you get to the point where you, like, look back on it, like, a lot of times, like, you look back on past situations and you're like, finally, like, yeah. that happened. Like, he was there the whole time, but we just didn't realize it in the moment. And it takes a while, too. Like, I'm trying to think of another example, but, well, even with Xavier, like, my boyfriend, like, I would be praying for a good man for how long? And this was before I was even, like, I would say officially, like... going to church and yeah like being saved and stuff and um I found in a journal like after I had already met Zay a list of what I wanted in my future man mind you like I didn't have a personal relationship with God at this time so the fact that I wrote this was so weird but one of the things was I want to okay (laughs) Um, but one of the things was um a man of God 
And I looked back on that and I was like, what in the world? Right. And for those of you who don't know the story, like Zay's the one who led me to God. So I was like, whoa, like God is just so unpredictable in that way. And so I thought that would that was really amazing and that's like a really good message because I think it's discouraging thinking about all the things we prayed for and we almost expect it to be answered like the next day Mm -hmm. or the next 30 seconds and we don't realize that there's a time and a a, what's the word a development process that God has to take us through before he can bless us or before he can answer our prayers because he needs us to be a different person to receive that. No, for sure. And um, this week, I I haven't really been praying that much. We're both fasting with our church because during when we're recording this, this during our 21-day fast, mm-hmm. and I've only been doing two weeks, so this is the start of my first week. And I feel like during this time, it's very intentional with God, and I feel like God reveals a lot to us. So mm-hmm. it's very important, honestly, to fast because it does help you. And I'm not saying like a diet fast. I'm saying like a fast for God. And This week he has been revealing a lot to me and I just got back from vacation so I think I have like vacation blues like Mm -hmm. coming back home I'm like all my friends are graduating and I'm stuck doing nothing (laughs) like and just like all these things being revealed to me like about me and God's literally like calm down like it's gonna be okay I got you I'm Mm -hmm. here with you and then I've been like a lot of stuff from the enemy has been coming up too and God's still like and then I stop myself and I'm like wait who am I like who is my like who is my father who's the person who like owns me quote-unquote the person who literally like runs my life and I can let him run my life Mm -hmm. if I choose to live through him and this week he revealed to me a lot that like my timing is not going to work for me like what if I was actually watching a Stephen Furtick sermon on Monday before me and Joss hung out or was it Tuesday it was Tuesday I think I don't remember one of the days early this week no it was Monday Monday yeah so um we actually I watched a Stephen Furtick um sermon before me and Joss went out to dinner with one of our other friends and um it literally was like what if God came and rearranged your schedule and I was like whoa like that just Mm -hmm. smoked me so much because I was like come on bro like why but it it just says a lot because it's just like God can take like our plan is completely different from God's plan so if we just walk in faith and continue to walk in faith we're so much better off than walking in our plan because our plan is never going to get us to where God wants us to be yeah that's so good and Another thing that was revealed to me is a lot of things get, like, taken out of our lives, and it's just, like, we might find those joys, and God, I actually heard it in a song, I don't know what song it is, like, you take out the joys, you take out the pains, like, everything, hills and valleys, and, um, it revealed to me that, like, the joys I think I find joyful, like, God knows that isn't going to be good for me, so he starts taking those things away, Mm. because even though it hurts in the moment, he knows in the end, like, it's not going to be good for me, so he he starts taking away the quote-unquote joys, but they're really not things that are good for me, Mm. and I was like, wow, so, like, I should be praying, like, you're, when you fast, you should be in your word more and praying more, and I read every day, still, I read my devotional, and then read the scriptures, and I, I have been praying, but not, like, how I feel I should be praying more, but at the same time, I'm still like, whoa, chill. Like, yeah. it's it's so good, though, because it's like, thank you for even, it shows that prayers are always answered, and even when you don't want him to talk, he's still going to talk. Mm-hmm. You just have to be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. I have a couple things. So when we talk about God's timing, too, like, um, and we've talked about this before, too, but it, yesterday I was having a conversation with one of my managers and he was saying how he was giving a message to some of the um residents at my work and he 
basically preaching, but like he was just sharing a message and his story, his testimony, all this stuff. And he was like, all through the day, he was like, you know what? Like, I'm just having, he's like, it's a slow day at work, but I'm just having such a stressful day already. He's like, I don't understand what's going on, this and that. And then he was like, I was talking to this other guy that we work with and he was like, and a couple people have said this to me today that since I'm supposed to be talking tonight, like the enemy's really attacking me. Wow. And he was like, because he was like, you know what? Like, I can't think of a message. I don't have a plan. And he's like, the enemy is just like really attacking me, like stressing me out. And um, he said that somebody said to him, when God or when the enemy knows you're about to do something in your purpose, he really like tries to pull you out of that and really tries to attack you and confuse you, make you feel overwhelmed and stressed out. Right. Wow. And so I was like, you know what? That's so crazy. And he was just saying, too, like, he never really goes in with a plan, though. Like, he always goes in with an open mind. Right. And he was saying that, um, or, and then I was like, you know what, that's, that's cool that you do that because I feel like when we plan it out so much, like, God doesn't have room to step in. God doesn't have room to say what he wants to say because you already have planned what you're going to say. Right. And that's kind of how I feel with the podcast, too. It's like, we can come in with absolutely no plan and it just ends up being a whole message because God's you know, pulling out what he wants to pull out of us. Right. And so um, that was kind of all over the place. But a couple of things in that is God's timing. And like when we plan, he doesn't have room right. to plan for us. And the second thing too, when we're in God's plan, the enemy really tries to attack us. So oh, when yeah. we're feeling, because I know we've gotten that with the podcast. And I feel like that was almost revelation for me too with the podcast because I think like we've both felt very overwhelmed by it at times or very like not motivated to do it some days right. even though we know we love doing it and when but we then do it we're fine yeah and like when we actually sit down we're like whoa we're so excited like we have these great things to say but then like you know a couple days after we're like oh, the podcast like I remember I have to do this and we almost let it feel like a burden when right. it's like a blessing like right. it's something that God wants us to do it's something that's going to help other people bless other women and so um it just goes to show how like the enemy really likes to attack when you are on the verge of your purpose right and he likes to attack us with confusion and overwhelm and anxiety and stress when really if we sit back and look at the facts we're like what are we actually like why are we stressed out right now right. There's, like there's nothing to be stressed out about but he's like in our ear like no, you you really need to be worried about this. Like, this is going to go wrong, or you shouldn't do this. People are going to judge you. Right. And that could go for anything, not just, like, pertaining to us, but anybody, whatever you're going through, and you're feeling this, like, about certain thing that you feel like you should be pursuing, um, you really just have to, like, take a second, pray, think about it logically, and be like, is this really a reason to not do this? You know, is my yeah. emotions or, like, what the enemy's putting in front of me a reason for me not to pursue this? Yeah, I, back to the enemy, too, and I feel like a lot of times when we think about the enemy, we think of, like, this little guy and with the little red horns, mm-hmm. but, like, that's not it. Like, literally, like, I, the enemy could be so many different things for so many different people. For example, it could be abuse for some person, mm-hmm. like, drug abuse, like, that for something. For me, it could be a guy. For me, it could be gossip like for me it could be so many different things it could be him just talking to my ear it's so many different things that the enemy comes and attacks you with and it could even be like good things that the enemy comes and attacks you with and you're like wait come on like but it takes you away from god exactly so it's like i feel like in the beginning i didn't really understand this because i'm like what like what does this mean like 
when we have depression or when we have anxiety, like, that's not a spirit of God. So, mm-hmm. like, when we're feeling those things, that's literally the an- enemy trying to attack you and bring you down. And yeah. I, I think for a while I com- was confused with that. I'm like, I just struggle with depression and anxiety. Like, but no, it's really from the enemy because he mm-hmm. doesn't want us to go up. He wants us to stay at this level where we're not going to get higher with God. Like, we're just going to stay calm. Like, it's just crazy to me because it's mind-blowing how much he can just mess with your mind so much. Especially when you don't know God, too. It's, like, it's night and day when you can identify, like, whoa, like, this is the enemy. Or, like, what? because when you don't know God, you don't even identify that it is an attack or that right. it is a spiritual thing. Right. You just think, oh, well, I'm depressed and now I need to go and take medication or now I need to go. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not, what's it called, like, disregarding medication. I think... Medication is very important in some circumstances, but I'm just saying, like, it's hard to identify that when you don't have a relationship with God. And so you don't know how to almost, like, go about it. Right. Because, I mean, when you have a relationship with God and you are able to pray, you're able to open the Bible, you're able to, you know, fellowship with people at church and um, have people speak truth into your life rather than like other friends or something that are going going to feed into your misery, feed into your depression. Like, oh yeah, you really should be sad about that. Like, life sucks. I know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. those aren't the type of people that are going to help you out, right? right? Those are the type of people who are going to sit in it with you. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's healthy. Not at all. You know. All. Um. So. I don't even know how we got on this topic. Just like, about the enemy, how like how he it comes in so many different forms. Right, and how right. He literally, can attack you like with any time. Like I could be sitting at work and literally just hear stuff. Like yeah, these random thoughts come to your mind and you're like, where the hell did this even and come from? And that's that's how it's that is how he mainly attacks me is in my mind. Same. Like it doesn't even have to be with anything outside of me. Like he knows that if he gets in my mind, he can completely change me as a person. And so what I'm really actively trying to get stronger at is shutting those lies down as soon as I hear them. Mm -hmm. Like speak truth to myself, you know, because I've dealt with so much mental health, so much, you know, quote unquote anxiety and depression throughout my life. And so like now that I'm actually able to like, shut that off as soon as it comes in like that's huge and I really really like give God the glory for that but also like the Bible and scripture and his word and having that to combat my negative thoughts Mm -hmm. with is huge not saying that I'm perfect I obviously still have my bad days I'll still have my days where I'm having an attitude or don't want to get out of bed or you know whatever I'm human right but it's a huge step for, like, most of my life. Right. And I just was, as you were saying that, too, like, what you said? Something about, like, our emotions. Like, I'm learning this in therapy. Like, we can, like, basically, this isn't the exact word. I'll probably remember at the end of the podcast. But, it like, we can make our, um, assure, assure. We can assure our emotions. So, like, when we're, like, feeling sad and stuff, I'm learning, like, when I'm feeling down, my therapist is teaching me, like, when I'm feeling down or when things are happening, like, make yourself feel good. Like, affirm. Affirm, yes. Yeah. Affirm yourself. Like, be like, <laughs> I'm good. I know who I am. And, like, even though they suck, like, that's not, one, that's not them necessarily doing it. And, two, like, I'm okay. Like, I'm going to be okay. I'm not crazy. Like, these these feelings are real. They're happening right now, but we can move on. So, like, when the enemy, like, combats you with stuff, we can just be like, we're a child of king. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're freaking beautiful. Like, we're so good. And, like, 
so much easier said than done, but, like, it's the start that happens. Like, you can just literally start saying this stuff out loud and be mm-hmm. like, devil, you have no authority over me. I know who the heck I am. Like, yeah, and I'm usually, standing up. <laughs> I think it can get um, overwhelming thinking, like, oh, I need to have scripture on hand. No. Like, no. you could just pray. That's usually what I do. I'm just like, okay, I'm feeling really down. I'm feeling really angry at this person or I'm feeling really upset and, like, I just want to be angry and be mean and I'll pray and that helps because God just humbles you right Right. away and he's like you know what like why are you feeling this way you don't know what that person's going through you don't know you know what battles they're dealing with and so you have to be the bigger person in Mm the scenario look at it from a more spiritual perspective rather than a fleshly perspective and be kind. Yep. I think for a while I struggled with that too in the beginning, like before I even knew this was a thing, like why are they doing this? Like why do people act this way? But it's really not like necessarily them doing it. It's the enemy working within them trying to like make you feel bad for the yeah. thing. And I, when I like am caught off guard with people treating me like that, I'm like, what the heck? Like why are you treating me like that? But it's not necessarily them. It's because the enemy knows who they can, he can use to like affect you. Yeah. More. And I'm really learning this at work right now because I work at a Christian organization, so I felt like I almost had unrealistic expectations. Like, I mean, most of the people I work with are amazing, and they're, like, just so nice and kind and whatever. But then there's some people who I come across, and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) I'm like, this is not what I signed up for, God. Like, I expected me to come here, everything to be so smooth. And, like, I'm really learning that, even Christians can hurt you. They're still people, you know, they still have battles. They still are dealing with things. So like, they're not going to be the nicest people all of the time, but he's really teaching me to like toughen my skin and look at people in a different way. And even if they are hurting me to be kind. And I had the, there's this person I work with, not going to give any identifiable information, but there's this person I work with and I was having a really hard time. And It just felt like I was constantly being attacked, constantly doing something wrong. They were always mad at me. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Mind you, I would be so kind to this person. Like, I would walk in, huge smile on my face, knowing that they just, like, made me cry yesterday. Huge smile on my face, like, hi, like, how are you? Like, my fake little sweet voice, like, hi, how are you? Like, how was your night? You look great. Like, being so nice. And then they'd be like, fine. And I would just be like, Lord, what is going on? I'm like, what are you trying to teach me in this situation? Because this hurts and I don't right. like it. Right. And so then uh, a couple weeks of this like going on where they were just treating me badly, whatever. So I finally was like, okay, I'm going to really pray before work because seriously, like, I don't want to go into work today. Like, I don't want to deal with them. I just, I'm really struggling. So I prayed before work. So I'm sitting down at the desk for like maybe an hour and she comes down and we have like an hour conversation and like she's just opening up to me about what she's dealing with and what she's going through and I was just like, whoa, God, like I see exactly why I'm here. And then it reminded me like, because then at church too, so this was like the following Sunday at church pastor was talking about how God blesses you through the situation, not like. he's not going to bless you by taking you out of the situation most of the time. Like you're in that situation to learn something and for him to bless you because then he could see that he could trust you. And I'm like, whoa, like that's an example. Like if I would have just went full time in the other 
part, I would have never got that lesson. I would have never got that like prayer confirmed. I would have never learned that about them. So I was like, that is so crazy. And that's so, that's a prime example too, why prayer is so important. Right. Because then you'll be dealing with a situation that seems so hard. You pray about it and then God shows why you're dealing with that situation. You're like, okay, this is more doable now. Right. Because <laughs> before it didn't feel doable. Right. But now that I know what was in your plan for me, God, I got this. Right. <laughs> right. I, um, something similar to that is this week I've been, again, struggling with vacation blues. But, um, <laughs> what is it called? The, God revealed to me that, like, my value should not come on earth. Like, we need to stop, like, valuing the stuff that, like, is so, like, like, vacation. Like, it's great. It's such a great experience. But, like, me being so sad over it for, like, a week, like, I need to move on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it happened. It was great. Now it's time to, like, continue with my life, Mm -hmm. my everyday life. And, like, he kind of, like, stopped me in my midst of, like, being sad and being, and he was, like, hold up. Like, oh, sorry. (laughs) He was, like, hold up. Like, you, your values do not come from down here. Like, you're, you have an everlasting, like, great life in heaven. Like, this trip might have been great, but imagine how much better heaven's going to be. Wow. So, like, Dude, isn't that crazy? This is so crazy. We're actually talking about this, and I feel like God needs to answer something for you right now. <laughs> okay, so I just had to run and get my devotional so I could read this word for word. Okay, so it says, Heaven is a place of wonder, breathtaking beauty, and boundless joy that you will enjoy forever. It consists of ever-unfolding panoramas of delight and astonishing vistas where you will enjoy everlasting life together with your loved ones, the saints of all ages, and God himself. You were spiritually dead and destined for hell, but God has given you eternal life through Jesus Christ. What's more? Wait, whoops. Jesus Christ. What's more, you don't need to maintain possession of the this inheritance through your own efforts. Jesus said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. John 10, 28. No worry or fear or sorrow will ever mar your everlasting sojourn in this heavenly country. No sickness or infirmity will cause you to sigh. All the sorrows and pain you've known will be gone. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. Job eleven sixteen. Heaven is not some stuffy landscape where bored saints dressed in starchy white robes make a di- <laughs> make a discordant noise on harps day in and day out. Heaven is fascinating, interesting, and exciting. It will be far from beautiful than you ever hoped it could be. Wow. And so that reminded me, like, there's so much in that. But right. It reminded me, too, of, like, how much we love traveling, how much I love seeing the world. Like, that's my favorite thing. And it just reminded me, like, dude, once we go to heaven, like, it's going to be, like, a forever trip. Right. Like, we're going to be, like, traveling eternally. Yeah. And so it just reminded me, too, like, heaven is the most beautiful place we'll ever visit. Like, we could visit the most beautiful place, but heaven will always exceed that Mm -hmm. and so like that just made me feel good because I was like you know what like even if I never go anywhere ever again like when I die I'm gonna go to the most beautiful vacation I could ever go yeah no I completely and I always talk about the sermon I like live by the sermon but um because it was like when I heard it it was like life changing because the pastor said like 
your best day on earth will be, earth will be your worst day in heaven. Mm-hmm. And if you put that in perspective, like the day you think is like the best day ever. Like I say Mex- the Mexico trip was like one of the best weeks of my life. So that's like the best week of my life. Like in heaven, that's going to be the worst thing that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. So if like you think about it, like that's so amazing. How amazing having heaven could be. So when I like to sit in this little bubble and I'm like, mm, I'm home, like life <laughs> sucks. Like we need to live every day almost like it's vacation because like, God chose to wake us up again today. Like, he chose to wake us up for some purpose. Like, we need to just be, and this is me talking to myself, I need to be more smiling, more bubbly, bubbly. even when I don't feel like it at work. I need to just be happy and just act not normal, but literally be who God made me to be. Like, happy and the light for people that don't have the light in them. Yeah, and I was reminded yesterday, too, like, life is so freaking short. Like, we will never get a second back. And there was this song that, um, I love this song, but it came up on my TikTok and it was weird because I've never heard anybody else listen to the song. Like it's one of those songs that you just kind of like find and fall in love with, but you don't really think anybody else knows about. And it's called Mirrors by Madison Ryan or something. I don't know, but the lyrics go like, hold on, now I got to pull it up because you know what? I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to butcher it. I'm not going to get it right. Intermission, y'all. Okay, here it is. Yeah, so I thought that was so good because she's literally saying, like, tomorrow is never going to be promised to you. And the only thing that's for sure is yesterday because we could even die today still. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's scary to think. But we could. And so um, it's just so humbling to be like, why would I take any second I have here for granted? Because literally the next second could be my last second. And so if we live in that moment and we live in that mind 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 thought, mind process, um, we would live life totally different. We'd have completely different lives. Yep. And so I really think that most of my life I have taken it for granted and God still chose to wake me up the next day. Mm -hmm. He's still choosing to wake me up. So that means he still has a plan for me. And so why would I ever stop or why would I ever like, you know, sleep 12 hours a day or whatever? Like, why would I ever do something with my time that isn't going to further possibly my tomorrow or my family's tomorrow or my boyfriend's tomorrow or my friend's tomorrow just because I feel like being selfish and like not not being grateful for having this time on earth yeah I um the song lost really comes to mind when you talk about that too like we always want to like there earth is so gloomy and I in the end of the song lost like he's talking about like how he was um taking off and like this and that and Uh, when he got above the clouds like it looked like California like it was beautiful and like I when I was taking off to leave um from Milwaukee to go to Chicago it was like the sunset and as soon as we it was like dark down on her like it was dark underneath the cloud and then when we got through the clouds like it was so beautiful and I feel like if we lived more with our head quote-unquote in the clouds like you said and be more positive and not take things for granted no second for granted our lives would be 
again, like you said, so positive and so much different. And again, it's so hard during the week when you're like, eh, work sucks and I'm talking about myself. But, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a huge story that goes with that, though. Like, our pastor had preached. Yes. Uh, this was, like, I want to say almost a year ago. Our pastor, one of our well, our pastor's wife, which she's a pastor too, but she preached on um, how she was sitting on her back porch and she was looking up at the cloudy sky. And then she said she was reminded of when, you know, you get above the clouds and it's just like you would never know that it was rainy down here. And how like past, once the clouds pass, like the sun will still be there. Mm -hmm. And that was so freaking encouraging. And then literally the next day I heard the song Lost and I was like, what? Yeah, because it's dude. literally like he's singing and then he has a second where he pauses and like shares the message as to how they got the the message for the song and how he got the art for the song and that was like probably to date one of my biggest revelations because that was a time where I was just like God is so real right like how could how could I just happen to hear the song after I heard that message like I was just like whoa like this is crazy and he was literally saying how like when you and he was saying how he was sitting on a plane and when he it was all rainy, like it was storming, and they still took off. Like it was literally raining, pouring, and they took off. And right above the clouds, like the sun was still there. It looked so beautiful, and he was like, "Wow, mm -hmm. like that is so crazy to me." Yeah, I I feel like I whenever I hear that song, it brings me down from or brings me up from feeling so low. And it's just like literally, if I thought more like when I got above those clouds, like if I thought more like. Not into the future, but, like, what blessings I can get from being with God. Like, when I get above these clouds right here, like, my life is going to be so much blessing and I can bless other people and I continue can continue to become better and bless other people. So it's yeah. just, like, we, my negative mindset, like, this is really me talking about myself, but, like, my negative mindset, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, when you're confused and when you're struggling, like, if we went into it more with a positive mindset, our mind set in general would be so much different and so much more positive and we lived more like not taking seconds for granted like tomorrow was our or today was our last day like it would be so much different every single day yeah and one of my managers so now I'm reading the second book or yeah so I'm reading another book now and it's about like it's called the 10 time rule some of you have probably heard of it because it's a super famous book but um, the gist behind the book is like going 10 times harder at any goal that you could even imagine setting for yourself and setting the bar higher than you could ever imagine you setting it high. Oh, wow. Because when we set our, our goals too low, like we don't put as much effort towards them because we're like, well, yeah, we can do that in a year. We could do that in two years. But what if you set it higher and you're like, well, I could honestly do that in six months if I just go 10 times harder today. Right. And he says, like, it doesn't even have to be with only career, only finances. It can be with your friends. It could be with your family. It could be with your spirituality. And it's like, I think about, like, reading that book literally made me think, like, what if I just went, like, 20 times harder than I could even imagine myself going at something? Like, how much farther would I get? Why do we only go, like, half of that? Why do we give everything, like why do we half-ass everything? No, literally. You know what I mean? Like, why why don't we give everything more effort? And I think about that with my relationship with God, too. Like, why don't I give more effort when I know that a blessing is going to come? Right. Like, why don't I? 
And so then, anyway, so then back into that, I was talking to my manager about this guy that he knows, and he knows, like, these crazy, successful, wealthy people. It's so funny to me, because if you met him, you're like, what? But, like, he knows all these very, very wealthy, successful people, and they're all freaking Christian, dude. And, like, he was showing me their Wikipedia pages. He's like, yeah, I've known this guy my whole life. He's like freaking multi-millionaire, like multi-multi-millionaire, like hundreds of millions of dollars. And um, he was ta- he was showing me videos of this guy and he has like, he is the owner of G, what is it, GMK um, companies where it's like basically a holding company of like all these other companies and he is also the CEO of this other company. And so basically he does all these amazing things for people though like yes he's a multimillionaire, but he's like the most humble nicest freaking guy dude and his wife is the board of my work and then he's the board of some other christian organization and so he started this company where businesses he sends people out to these like third world countries like poor poverty level countries and he sends business people out to build up their economies and like tell them how they can build up businesses that are going to help their economy flourish that is really smart dude crazy i don't think about it but like if they had healthy economies they wouldn't be struggling so bad right and so he's like doing these amazing things for god and like he gives all glory to god like he's like a huge christian but he's also like god wants nice people like good godly people to be blessed and like but we have to be willing to do that work like we have to be the people that can be responsible for him like we can't just say oh yeah god give me blessings at this point in my life where i like can barely even manage my 500 hundred dollar check right and this little nine to five job like he wants if you have huge dreams or you want to own your own company you want to do these huge things like you have to become that person you have to become that responsible worthy person that god can trust yes because he wants to bless you like he wants to more than anything else but he needs to see that he can trust you because otherwise he's going to bless you and you're going to lose it yep i got reminded two things when you did you have anything else i'm sorry um so then i was just going to say is this is the last thing and no you're good um, but somebody or he was talking to my manager and he was like yeah everybody thinks i'm so wealthy so rich but i honestly give everything i have away and i was like Whoa. I mean, obviously, he has enough to, like, live and sustain mm-hmm. sustain his lifestyle. Yeah. But just the fact that he said that, I was like, that just goes to show how important giving is. And we right. don't... I'm just going to say this last thing. No, but, you're good. So he um was saying how, like... Or that reminded me of how important giving is. And a lot of times we think as giving is we need to give financially. We need to, like, give all this money away. And as Americans, we especially think that because we're more affluent we have a lot more wealth in this country than a lot of other countries so um this guy was talking to me at work too and he was saying like he went to a biblical school in chicago and he um was saying how in different cultures like different christians from different countries think differently so in america we think a lot about giving our money right he was like in south america they think more of giving their time yeah. and their service and i was like that makes so much sense because a lot of times we're just like here's money like we did our part like right. that's it but really like Going out and doing things, giving your time is right. more valuable to people than any dollar you could just hand exactly. them. Exactly. But anyway. Um, no, it was kind of um, what you said um, about, about like, um, 
we always take God for granted, kind of. Like, and in a way, like, you said this a while ago, and I don't know if you said it in the podcast or to me, or you might have heard it from somebody, but about, like, if we thought about how, like, if we thought of how good of a friend we were to God, like, we would really evaluate ourselves and be like, that's, we're not that great of a friend to God. Because, like, God is always there when we call. He's always there for us, like, no matter what. And, like, I barely have, I have a struggling because I'm too tired at night to pick up my Bible and read more, learn more about him. But mm-hmm. anytime I need him, he's there to talk to me or to call, like, he's there at my every calling. And I, that really humbles me too, like, thinking about it. I'm like, wow, like, I need to be a better friend for God because I love being a friend to people. Like, and I think that's why God made me the way I am because mm-hmm. he knows I'd be a great friend. But I need to start being that great friend to him as well as to my other friends. Like, yeah. he's the most important. He comes before everyone else. So I need to put him on the top of the line rather than somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I really think um, I I get more out of too when you said giving your time rather than your money. I get way more out of like I give my tides every week, but I really enjoy giving my time more than I would my tides. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, as much as it sounds crazy, like you get something out of giving too. You see your impact, right? Like you see. It's crazy that you say that too because um, in the last book I read, he was saying how, like, there, he was explaining at the end of the book how important giving is, and he's, Dave Ramsey is a big Christian, I'm sure a lot of you know who he is, but he's a big Christian, so he always adds that into his financial advising, like, giving is huge, and he was sharing these stories of all these, like, wealthy people who give, you know, just to give, and they don't expect anything back. They do it because, like, they can, and they have the ability to. And so there's this one guy, he was, like, secret, he called himself Secret Santa, like, every Christmas or something. He went out and just gave people $100 bills or something like that. It was, oh wow. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But he's, like, handing out $100 bills, and, like, for no reason, like, he doesn't want anything back. And he was saying, like, how it was almost more fun for him than, like, it was for the person receiving. And that's so true. Like, giving just feels so good and we have a whole message on giving too like I think that that is that's just so important yeah in whatever capacity you can right and it I think a lot of times too like you said like we get so discouraged because like we can't give enough money like we're Mm -hmm. like oh I wish I could give more money but if I give more money I'm going to be struggling so it's just like God doesn't want us to struggle like he literally wants to give anything we can so it's like even if we give our time like that's God values that a lot because that shows what we'll do for him I mean time is our most valuable asset we'll never get time back right so time over like giving our time over money is so much more valuable to him because he knows how valuable our time is to us right so um but yeah that's really good and another thing I wanted to quick say was that we are going to change our uploading schedule and you wanted to show the tiktok yeah okay so I guess (sighs) I was thinking about that but then I was like we kind of got off the topic of um of unexpected prayers yeah but I did want to add in too like I know that it's discouraging waiting for God like it it can be discouraging waiting to see the fruition of like your prayers and and all this stuff but um he will answer them and he probably is even answering prayers that you didn't realize but he just doesn't answer him the way that we expect. Yeah. Because, again, our thoughts are not his thoughts. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Yep. So the way that he answers us doesn't align with the way that our human mind thinks all the time. Dude, my prime example of this is literally, like, um, 
me going to California, I would pray to God every day. I'm like, if this isn't my place for me, take me home. But I, I know now being outside of that situation, like I got there to get to know God and get to know the amazing people I got. And then when he knew I was ready to come back, I a hundred percent think that's why I like, so me praying that I was like, if this isn't my place to bring me home as much as I didn't want to come home, like that goes quote unquote with like, even our joys, like he knows if I would have stayed there that it wouldn't have been good for me. So that's why he brought me back here. Right. So it's like my your prayers are always being answered. And like, kind of like what Josh said, it might not even be what you expect them to be. Yeah. Which is crazy because you're like, come on. But it's it's good in our benefits because look how much I've grown since I came back. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. So um, this TikTok, it's more light. Like it's not as deep, but it still goes to show like how God answers prayers. So I'm going to play it really quick. Hold on. Playing a lot of TikToks in this <gasps> Y'all ever low-key be, like, praying for something and then it, like, comes at the wrong time? Like, it's like every time I'm speeding on my way to get some food, I'm, like, hitting every red light, bro. And I'm like, God, please let it be a green light. Please let it be a green light. I'm hungry. I want my food, man. And then I get my food, and all of a sudden, I'm getting all green lights. And I'm like, I know I pray for green lights, God, but give me a red light so I can take a bite of my food. If I'm driving, I can't eat my food. You answered the prayer at the wrong time. See, I wanted all green lights before. I, you know what I mean? You can't control when God answers your prayers, you guys. Wow. You just can't, okay? Lately, I've been asking him to mold me into the best version of me, and things have been happening. I'm like, why me? You have to realize what you prayed for. He's molding me and putting me in these situations because I prayed and asked him to guide me. (laughs) That was good. Yeah, so that just reminds you too, like, even though you prayed for it and you're expecting it at a certain time, that doesn't mean that's when God's going to give it to you because he knows when you'll be ready to receive that, like I said earlier. But, yeah, I think sometimes we pray with, like, an expectation on God, but really, like, we're praying so that he can make us into the person he wants us to be, not the person that we necessarily think we should be. Right. You know? So. Because even through those hard times, sorry, I know we're going on, but even through those hard times, like, what I always say is, I was actually singing one morning in the car before church, like, God, I don't want to go through the fire. But it's like, even through the fire and through, like, the bad times, like, God's standing there holding our hand, like, with us it's through that. It's crazy you say that, because, well, pastor preached that. Mm-hmm. He was like, there's always a fourth person in the fire. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, he's there. He put, most of the time, God's the one that puts you in the freaking yeah, fire. He's because like, <laughs> he's like, I need you to be a little more humble. I need you to realize that you're not it. Yeah. Like, you know, and dude, it's so important for us to die to that ego inside yep. of us. And this reminds me to what you said before to me, like, God isn't going to give us something and be like, oh, here's millions of followers for your podcast when we're not, like, where we want to exactly yeah, be. Yeah, we freaking like, trip up all the time. Exactly. We're, like, we're like, would we really want a million people listening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not because I'm, like, sitting here like, uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Literally says like, like, every second. <laughs> like, yeah. So God mm. has to prepare us and he has to make us better at speaking right. before we w- even want five million people listening to exactly us, you know exactly that's so funny that you said that because that's so true <laughs> that is very true i always put the example to like god isn't going to give you a, a company and be like okay here good luck have fun like he's going to get you to the point where you're prepared to be ready to run that company mm-hmm. like 
he wants to get you through experiences. He's going to walk you through the fire and then bring you up on top. Like, even, like, um, who was it where he got thrown into the pits? Uh, it was, um... He was sold into savory. It's so oh, wait, who are you talking about? He was slave into, sold into, his brothers were jealous of him, so he was sold into slavery. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, he was sold into slavery, and then literally, like, he ended up being so promising that they took him out of the prison. He was, like, God blessed him through all these things. Like, even though it wasn't blessing, we would say blessings. Like, he blessed us through him through all these things, which is crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. But, so, on that note, I did want to say... One, we need to start getting better content on our Instagram. We've been reusing, like, the same three <laughs> photo shoots. But it's just because it's so hard, you guys, now that it's winter in Wisconsin. Like, it's literally, like, negative four degrees today. It's so cold. How the heck? And then inside everywhere you have to wear a mask. Yeah. So it's like, how the heck are we supposed to get How the heck do you guys get quality? Like, I'm on these Christian women's, like, Instagrams, and I'm like, dude, how do they get these like amazing pictures i'm like my house don't look like that right how am i gonna get these beautiful pictures but yeah so we really do intend to be better at that it's just been a struggle in the winter time but also we're going to change our uploading days like i started to say before um because i work every friday and kayla works every friday so it's just hard like to get the content edited and up on a friday now where before i was a lot more flexible um so we're thinking Saturdays is going to be our new upload, upload day. day. Um, just because then, yeah, we were thinking Sunday, but then I want to rest on Sunday. <laughs> so right. we're going to, I think, upload on Saturdays. That will work the best. Um, so not much of a difference. And I'm sure there's probably like maybe 50 people who listen. So to those 50 people who care. <laughs> um, we love you. 50 people who actually care and stay updated. Um, that we're going to start uploading on Saturdays just so that, cause we did miss a couple Fridays because of the pure fact that we both worked and it was just really difficult. Like we yeah. have the episode recorded, but we just had to edit it and, and then upload I was it. gone too. So it was like. Yeah, it was just, like, a freaking lot in, like, a short period of time, but we're back, and we're definitely going to be more consistent because this is what we want to do, this is our calling, and we know that it helps people, and so, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about. I would not (laughs) want to know. This is why we don't want three million people listening. (laughs) No. We're kind of all Now this episode's going to be long, I'll, like, blow it anyway. It's fine. It's fine. But, okay, guys, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, I mean. Um, We're so grateful for those of you who do, like, stay updated with us because it is encouraging for those 35 people (laughs) that we see on our Buzzsprout that listen. So thank you guys a lot, and we're very grateful. And, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, Lana. Save the girl.